Welcome to the SJBC Sunday Morning Sermon. We hope you enjoy this message brought to you by our senior pastor, Dr. Richard Carver. For more podcasts, videos, and information on our church, please visit mysjbc.org. Since 1922, we have occupied this corner. And God has used this church to send out missionaries, to call pastors, ministers of music, ordained countless deacons, have held revivals, have seen people saved right here at this altar. I was in a a meeting a few months back of uh, other pastors in the area that's part of the revitalization movement. And there's about 30 of us that are committed to taking our church uh, from a plateaued state to a growing state. And we were gathered together and someone made a comment about the building, that there's too much focus on the building, that we should just eliminate all buildings and churches meet as the church is intended as people because we know that the church is the people. And I raised an objection. I said, you know, I said, I, I don't agree with that. I said, and I'm not sure that that's biblical because in the Old Testament, there were Levites that were dedicated to the care of the building. God cared about the building, cared if it was clean, cared if it was well stocked with worship, worship things for worship like candles and oil and, and that it had places for people to sit both in and outside of the worship area. God cared that there were greeters at the door to welcome people to worship. And I said to me, when I read the Old Testament, it seems like that God took a lot of pride in the building. And, and granted, the church is not the building. We are the church. But this is the place where we come and worship God. And I said, I, don't, I think it's biblical to care about the sanctuary and to even have a sanctuary because we know that the New Testament church is patterned after the Old Testament worship. I'm grateful that God laid it upon the heart of really Wesley and Myra some years back, probably six years ago now, to beautify this sanctuary, to redecorate it to bring it to modern standards. And they're really not finished. There's other things that's brewing in the background that they would like to see done. I know on the 15th uh, committee that's been put together is gonna talk about some of those things. I'm honored to stand in this pulpit. And I know it's just carpet and material, but it just smells good. Smells new, smells fresh, and it looks good too. I like it. And I'm sure God does because we do it for His glory. In Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7, I have my quiet time this morning if you want to turn there. It's really just one verse and I'm sort of taking it out of context. Well, actually, I am taking it out of context. But Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7, and Israel has been convicted, has been caught and convicted of their sin. They've been disobedient. Uh, I'm not suggesting that we're caught in sin or being disobedient. But after being caught in their sin and being found disobedient, they made a determination in verse 7. They said in Isaiah 15, Isaiah chapter 50, verse 7, because the sovereign Lord helps. Sovereign God helps. Who's He help? People like us. People who believe in Him. He says, the sovereign Lord 
helps me and I will not be disgraced or I will not be discouraged or I will not be put to shame. And so I challenge us with this next part of this verse to make this determination as we recommit. It's not the first time this sanctuary has been dedicated. I think the carpet that was laid in here was about 35 or 40, close to 40 years ago. Do you know when it was? Was it? 87. A lot of, a lot of miles in that carpet. There'll be a lot of miles in this carpet. He says in the last part of verse 7, Therefore, I have set my face like flint. I want that to be our verse. That we set our face like flint to be used for God's glory, whatever it costs, whatever it takes, so that people around us come to know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, right here in this sanctuary. And we want to dedicate this to Him. I, I want to see people, and I know you do too, coming down the aisle. The church I grew up in had a wooden bench up front. There wasn't a service that somebody wasn't kneeling on that bench, seems like. And as a kid, I hated it, because it meant that we were singing four or five verses in the invitation instead of getting over here to Red Barn with their yellow bun hamburgers, you know. <laughs> because I couldn't wait to get there, or Valley Dairy Freeze. But now that I'm older, I cherish those memories. I don't remember there being Kleenex boxes down there. But I remember people like old Miss Hoover, you don't know her, crying on that altar, and she'd take the sleeve of her dress and wipe the tears off. Folks, we got an altar here. And we need to make sure our church has been here 96 years. And it has mattered for 96 years. It needs to matter for 96 more until our Lord comes back. We're going to pray a prayer of dedication of this work that's been done to be for God's glory. And if you feel so inclined, I invite you to come down here and to, to, to kneel here. This is our first service on this new carpet. We need to begin it right. We need to begin on our knees in our new sanctuary. And I, those that are able and feel so inclined, I invite you to come and to kneel right here. And let these steps be the altar that they were designed to be. Come on down, those that feel led and are able. And we're going to offer just a short prayer. And then we're going to sing really a song of invitation. Not to people to make decisions, but to our Lord. That this place would be used as a place of worship for Him. We're going to sing a song, that song, Holy Spirit. And it's our prayer that this be our prayer, that the Holy Spirit come and fill this place. We're going to pray first, guys. I'm sorry. Thank you, though. You're spot on, Alex. Good man. Let's bow for prayer. Precious Lord. Oh, you are precious. You can do things that we can't even drink about. Father, I know that you put this house, your house on this corner, as an anchor. An anchor for this community, an anchor for lives, for souls, for families, for people who are being tossed about by the world. And we know that 
the only way we could ever become hurt is if we pull anchor. And Lord, we're not pulling anchor. We're setting anchor. And Father, I thank you. I know this is just carpet. I know it's just material and just paint. But Father, it represents a commitment from this family to serve you in this place on this corner to the best of our ability. Father, I pray that you would light a fire in us that we would hunger in such a way to see this church, this congregation so on fire for you, dear Lord, that it would amaze this community in such a way that they would want to know your son. Lord, not for our attention, not for our glory, not for our fame, not for our recognition, but only and exclusively for you and your glory. Father, we dedicate this altar, this carpet, these pews, this paint. Dear Lord, all that's gone forth, the new flower arrangements, the new doors, the new peepholes. Dear Lord, all of it that has gone into beautifying this sanctuary, the new tile out front. Dear Lord, we dedicate all this to you. Not our hands, not our name, but yours alone. Father, we place upon this name, upon this place, and upon these things the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, not ours. Father, we fully acknowledge that, that the gifts that you've blessed us with in these pews and this carpet and all this work, dear Lord, is by your grace and your mercy alone. I pray, Father, that you would use this room as a tool to grow us, to love you more that you would send your spirit throughout this place, that whatever room a person might be in, that they would sense the power and the presence of, of the Holy Spirit here. Father, invigorate us, dear Lord, with a zeal and a determination, dear Lord, that we might set our face like flint, accomplishing your will in this place. Dear Lord, to be a clean people, to be a surrendered people, to be an effective people, dear Lord, for your kingdom and your glory. Place that fire in our bellies. Burn it deep in our hearts, dear Lord, that we can't sit still. That we can only actively proclaim the name of Jesus Christ from this place. Lord, help us and use us for your glory. Holy Spirit, we invite you here. Every time we come together as a family, we invite you here that we might be welcoming to other people. That we might embrace them in a spirit of Christian love. So that they might come to know your Son and Savior. Father, for these kneeling here and for those praying in the pew, Father, this is a sign and a symbol that we're bowing our heads, that we're surrendering to the sovereign Lord and King of kings because you are sovereign and you are King of all kings. We surrender, dear Lord, intentionally, purposefully surrender for your glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.